Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. My name's Barry. I live right above you. I don't host parties. I host after parties. They're like parties, only louder and nobody goes home. You can see right here I ripped out all the carpeting because it was holding me back with my pogo stick. Man's got a pogo. Oh, I'm a prankster. I'll grease up a soda can and then when somebody grabs it, boom! <laughs> Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. This is episode 29, and today we're going to talk about demonic scratches. We've all seen them. We've all seen these paranormal shows where they get scratches and immediately they jump to the demon aspect of the whole scenario. That is exactly what we're going to cover in this episode of Ghost in the Night. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. All right, let's start this conversation by, I want to tell a story about something that happened just a few days ago when I came home from work and it kind of was interesting and I want to share it with you guys and get your opinions on it. So sure, be sure to leave a comment um, at ghostinthenightpodcast at gmail.com or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, below the video, leave a comment. Let me know what you think about what we're going to discuss, and that is demonic scratches. We've all seen them, and I don't know exactly what they are, but I'm going to cover that a little later, but let me start with telling this little story of what happened to me directly one night after work. So, like I said, the other day I I came home from work, had a long, hard day at work. I don't sit behind a microphone and do these podcasts for a living. I have a full-time job, so I was at work, and I don't sit, I'm on my feet pretty much all day, so you know I'm a little stressed, a little tired when I get home, so I have a ritual when I come home, I like to sit down, unwind, maybe grab a quick bite to eat, watch a couple minutes of television before I hop in the shower and kind of get cleaned up and then go about my evening. So I came in this one day, sat down in my chair, pet the dog, said, how you doing, made sure they had food, or she had food. And I sat down, put my feet up on the ottoman, flipped on the old television just to kind of take my mind off the day. And I was sitting there watching television and I felt a little discomfort on my leg in the calf area. So I really didn't think much about it. It really didn't hurt. It wasn't a burn per se, but it was just something that it was just a discomfort you know I, I was like i don't want to say i was bit by something but anyway after a few minutes i kind of stood up and kind of pulled my pants leg up to take a look at what what it was what maybe i did get a spider bite or you know something bit me or 
I don't know. But I looked at it and I had to take a double check and kind of just say, what in the world? There was three scratches that went down the back of my calf. Now, I couldn't, you know, I'm not I'm older, so I'm not as flexible as I once was, so I couldn't really get a good look at it. So I had to get my camera and kind of take a picture of it to see if what I was thought I was seeing was actually three scratches. So did that, looked at the camera, I was like, wow, cool, three scratches. I'm like, huh, that is freaking interesting. And I was like, and me being um in the paranormal field and watch, loving the shows just like you guys, I immediately went to a demon. Now, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, demon scratch on my calf, you know, wasn't two feet off the ground, probably, you know, where the my leg was positioned at the time of the scratch. And I started feeling, I was like, what the hell? Did I just get scratched by a demon chihuahua? I mean, I just didn't understand it. And I immediately started thinking about my day. Did I bump up against something? Did I do something throughout the course of the day that would cause this to happen. And, you know, it was a normal day. Didn't, you know, there's a lot of things at work where I could bump into, but didn't feel anything throughout the course of the day. Um, wasn't a hole in my jeans. Um, there just wasn't anything throughout my day that would have caused those scratches. So I, I was like, okay, I'm kind of perplexed. I don't know what caused this. Now, all of the investigations that I've been on, I've never once been scratched. I've been touched, um, but it never left a mark. I, you know, so it was my first experience with this. Let's get into a little bit of the background with these scratches. Now, if you're a fan of Ghost Adventures, you've seen, you know, Jay has been scratched. I'm sure everybody has been, you know, Aaron's been in scratch. Everybody on that show has been scratched one one time or another um jay seems to get it the most of course he always gets scratched and gets a red face and they talk about how he's changed colors probably because his he- got high blood pressure might want to take his ass to a doctor get him on some pills but they make so much of the scratches being demonic you know they talk about it being you know a spirit or demon whatever mocking the holy trinity the father son the holy ghost spirit i'm not a true i don't know if that is actually the case i mean it's a good theory it's a good hypothesis but i don't believe one way or the other it's 100 percent proof that a demon is doing it just because of the three scratch and mocking the holy trinity i i don't know could it just be a regular spirit doing it very possibly or could there be a natural phenomenon in the atmosphere or of how our skin reacts to something in the atmosphere with, you know, the article of clothing, whatever it's made up of that causes this phenomenon of scratches. You know, I don't honestly know. But if you've heard me talk about my experiences, you know, I've lived in several haunted locations or act, I don't want to say haunted, but act, homes with activity is a better way to put it. And even the current home that I live in now does have quite a bit of activity. But honestly, it's kind of been calm the last month or so. Not a lot going on. Haven't heard any weird noises. Um, so it's been calm. So I kind of thought maybe whatever had been visiting me every now and then, maybe moved on and found new prey to go after. Um, but I don't know. So 
I was, it's kind of weird that all my activity in my home has kind of died down a lot, quite a bit. And this happened. And when this happened at, at this evening, there was nothing going on. I mean, I didn't even have that sense of, you know, any feeling that there was something trying to interact with me. I didn't hear anything. There was no knocking. There was no footsteps or weird disembodied voices. There was absolutely nothing. It was just an average evening at my home. And all of a sudden, my leg kind of started feeling a little weird. I didn't know. And I want to know exactly what caused this. But we all go right to the demonic when you get these scratches. I've seen it on investigations. I was believe I talked about it, Wickland. We were doing a ghost box session, me and one person, and all of a sudden, somebody comes up, say, hey, I got scratched, Ooh, three scratches, demon, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. I don't put a lot of stock into it. I just don't think that it really necessarily, just because it's three, has to be a demon. It could just very well possibly be a spirit interacting with us or you know, a byproduct of them touching us or something i don't know exactly what could possibly even remotely cause it i'm not a doctor or a scientist i just don't think it's a demon because we jump to the demon side of things so quickly and no matter what happens throughout the course of investigating or living in a home eventually it all turns to demon and darkness and just the other just last night, I'm recording this on a Sunday. Um, last night, I was on an investigation. You know, it was a standard investigation. Wasn't much going on. I mean, we got a lot of good personal experiences that I will talk about in a future episode and possibly even put up a few videos about that evening at that particular location. But we were conversing with the people who run the, it was a museum or a historical society kind of museum basically and we were talking with them and you know it's been investigated before on a few by a few different um paranormal groups and you know they were telling us how one group who are i don't want to say regulars but they've been investigated several times you know the first time they came in they loved it they thought it was awesome they got some good activity got some good evidence which you know i don't know if we got evidence i haven't been through it all yet but personal experience wise you know it was interesting we there was some definite weird things happening that night and i'm really looking forward to checking out the audio and video of the night's events and seeing what pops but anyway they were talking about how the this group first time there they loved it got a lot of activity came back again and is like immediately they said oh this place is dark you got multiple demons really multiple demons that is kind of how our mindset goes when we don't understand something we immediately want to jump to the worst case scenario and in in the spirit world that would be a demon because they're so closely closely related to you know satan and the occult and everything and it makes us nervous and it let's be honest it probably scares most of us that's kind of the worst case scenario for having activity would be it's a demonic entity trying to possess you or cause havoc in your life. Now, I'm not making light of it. That is very possible and it could, I'm not saying it never happens. I'm not saying I don't believe in it. I'm, yes, there's definitely dark energy out there. There's probably 
evil spirits that try to do things to us and manipulate us and make us do things we shouldn't do or don't want to do or do harm to ourselves or others. But it's, I think that's more of the exception, not the rule. And not to pick on these people with you know, sensitive abilities or empaths or even actually mediums or psychics, you know, I'm, I don't want to pick on them because I do think there's a lot, of a lot of people out there that are full of crap, but there are legitimate people, in my opinion, that have, you know, an extra sense and can pick up on things, but it doesn't always, it's, they're still interpreting the signals that are coming into their brains. And we have so much data coming into our brains throughout the course of the day. You know, I think sometimes it can be difficult for our brains to compute at all and it looks to make connections where there might not be actual connections and that's true with all paranormal that's like the you know ghost box i there's an actual term for it and i'm it's escaping me right now but you know our brain looks to make connections and find patterns whether it be visually or audibly you know it wants to rationalize and justify things and it makes things maybe appear more than that, what they really are, and we jump to that. I think that's part of the thing with the demon hole, the whole demon concept. If something, we get a little rent, you know, a little tingle in, and something happens, or you get goosebumps and something happens, you know, we we kind of feel like a lot of people will move to the dark side of things, and it's not always a demon. I mean, the demon aspect is overplayed. Maybe it's just a spirit that is confused and doesn't know what it's happening. Doesn't know that maybe it doesn't even know it's moved on. That is always a possibility, but it doesn't mean it's a demon that is coming to take your soul to hell. I, I just don't want to believe it, I guess, but it's overplayed. And the more you cry wolf, the worse it's going to be. You lose a little bit of credibility when you immediately jump to the demon side of things as an investigator. I mean, it's not always going to be a demon. You have to use that term or that philosophy of the demonic as a last case scenario. And you should have to do, you should want to do everything you can to prove that it's not or prove that it is. You're just saying, oh, I think it's a demon. You're doing nobody any favors. You're not helping the person that is. It's affecting or who is experiencing that particular activity. You have to do your due diligence and get to the root of the problem. Now, like I, like we just talked about, I think a lot of it has to do with these paranormal shows. You know, Ghost Adventures, they have moved to a lot to the occult and demon side of things and evil side of the spirit world because let's put it, let's face it, that keeps people tuned in and you guys, and I shouldn't say you guys, I'm, I watch it as well, but that keeps people watching and they want viewers and they push that. So they maintain their viewership And like, I mean, like the worst of all the paranormal shows, dead files, every home they investigate has multiple demons, has multiple bad spirits or evil spirits. You know, you have to have to get an exorcist come in on a Tuesday you know, with the initials JC, a shaman come in that was born in August, you know, and, you know, a Reiki master with one earring and a tattoo. I mean, 
the stuff that they come up with is freaking hilarious. And if you take it them that serious, I know they're picking the they're picking the best cases and the best stories for television and to keep you tuned in or keep us tuned in. So, and let's face it, the demonic sells. And if they can convince you that there's, you're watching somebody that's had demonic activity, then they, that's what they're going to do. You want to see something or want to watch or experience, not experience something, but watch something that has negative outcomes and negative have struggle. That's what keeps us engaged with that show. And if just a standard old everyday run-of-the-mill spirit, it, you know, that's old hat now. So like, like, I just, like I was just saying, these shows have really pushed the occult and the demon aspect of the paranormal. I think we as viewers and as paranormal investigators need to back up a little bit and say, okay, let's exhaust every possibility before we move right to the demonic side of things. Yes, it very well could be, but you need to do your, like I said earlier, your due diligence and find out what is going on, what kind of people you're dealing with, what kind of experiences they're having. You need to try to experience those as well. That way, you everybody's on the same page and you know exactly what you're dealing with. But here's the kicker. It's the paranormal. We are still going to be making guesses. We There's no handbook. Unless you are a psychic medium and you know exactly what's going on, you know, you're still kind of playing in the dark a little bit. So you need to really exhaust every possibility before you dump, jump right to a demon. Might just be a scratch on the leg. It might have nothing to do with a spirit, but it very well could, could be. And like in my situation, Maybe I did just bump up against something throughout the course of the day and didn't really notice it, didn't affect me much, went on about my day. And as I was sitting, relaxing, unwinding, boom, I kind of felt a little discomfort. And immediately I jumped to a spirit, which might have had nothing to do with the spirit. It was just something that happened through the course of the day. My brain did not pick or register it and or make it important enough for me to notice it or to remember it. And later on the day when, you know, unwinding, I started feeling it. And that that might just be it. That is very well could be it. And if I had to take a 100% guess, if, I had, if you sat me down and said I had to bet the mortgage on one way or the other, that's what I'm going to say. It was just something that happened through the course of a day that I didn't notice. And then something sparked my memory and I felt it and boom, there it was. So I don't know. I hope you let me know what you think. Give me your opinion on it. Be sure, like I said, you can email me at ghost in the night podcast at gmail.com. Head on over to ghost in the night podcast.com. You can leave me a comment there or follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Send me a direct message there, or just let me know what you think. What's your opinion of the demonic scratches going around, and are they really as pre- prevalent as the shows want 
us to believe, or could there be another explanation for it? Could there, it just be, like I said, something that happened in the course of the day you didn't remember? Or could it just be a spirit reaching out? And that is kind of a byproduct of it. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And however you take in this podcast, be sure to leave us a review. It'll help us with the search rankings. We are getting every week and every month, we get more and more downloads. We're doubling our downloads every month. So I appreciate you for that. Reach out and talk to me. I want to hear from you guys. So don't, don't be shy. Send me emails, follow me on Twitter, get interactive. I want to hear your opinions. And if you think there's something I could do better, let me know. I got a, I have a story that I'm going to be sharing here in the next couple of weeks, probably from, I got from a gentleman from the UK. Fascinating story. I really want to share that with you guys. Also, I will probably do a podcast about the investigation we went on, well, last night from this recording. Um, it was interesting. I definitely think some weird crap happened, and I want to share that with you and get your guys' opinion on it. So once again, thank you for taking the time to view this. If you're watching on YouTube or listening to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, however you you listen to it or take in this podcast, thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget, if you like the podcast and want to show a little support, we do have podcast t-shirts available. I'll put links in the show notes or the description. Either way, go check that out. And if you like one, go ahead and pick one up. They're reasonably priced. And show show your support for the podcast that way. I really appreciate it. Like I said, leave me a comment. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody. What do you want a da-da-da? I'm not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to progressive da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to progressive and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa enough to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to progressive da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote to da at progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So, three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com.